100% you know this. You're vibing. <laughs> I know you're vibing, but I feel like week after week, it just gets harder for me. No, oh, man, the past like four podcasts have been easier and easier. Like well, legend. And harder and harder for me. <laughs> Come on. Just such a good. It's positive, man. Uh. I'm telling you, man, we're getting hit with these dentist songs. <laughs> Dentist True. music, uh, dentist offices. You know man. why? I've realized why that makes so much sense. Because when part- you go to the dentist, they usually play like uh, Toronto's hit top forty adult rock contemporary. Yeah. It's like the indie, st- or not indie. It's like it's adult classic indie. adult rock, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like Bruce Springsteen. This is uh, Forever Young by Rod Stewart. I'm wow. so I'm so shocked you didn't get that. No, there's no way I would have known. I don't even know who Rod Stewart is. Looks like I guess is that like yeah. Never even heard of him. Yeah, you, Rod Stewart. Rod Literally, Stewart? No. You could have told me he's a NASCAR driver. I would have believed that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's another Stewart, isn't it? The fact that you know <laughs> the differences between Stewart. Man, I'm a white guy. I feel like I have to know a little bit about yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, How you doing, man? How's your day? It's been good. Still cranking out the gym every day, which is nice. Yeah, you look better. Yeah? Yeah. Or are you just saying that for Maybe the Maybe you're wearing darker shade shirts but uh, no, no so there it goes no no okay you actually look better <laughs> i got uh i got a compliment last week mm. oh my god like i now get it you know when people yeah. go to the gym and they're like putting in all this effort and someone says have you been working out like someone actually said that to me they slid in my dms are like have you been working out wow. and i'm like uh why i never say like yeah right away i go why i just want to see why because yeah, you just sign up for my no yeah <laughs> use the code dead <laughs> uh and they're like oh just you just look a little like thinner you're looking a little healthier i was like wow Wow. Great. Yeah. yeah. They say, I think like three to four weeks is when you notice a dif- like when people notice a difference. People notice that. Well, I'm coming and up there. And then two weeks is when you notice yeah, a difference. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's so true. Mm. No, it's been good. Although I will, I actually wanted to talk about something this morning. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, every single, po- most podcasts, Amar brings in. Oh, trust me. I was going to uh, talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> brings in croissants. Yeah. And uh, I guess iced coffee. Yeah. I don't do coffee at all, so that kind of stopped a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, he's been like <laughs> laying it down the whole time. He's like, "Yeah, I don't do coffee. Okay, I stopped the coffee, but no, croissants but you're, you're and bagels. Still bring, like, yeah, and bagels as well. So and now he's carb free. I was like, you know what, Amar, I'm gonna treat you to lunch today because we're we're recording this podcast a little <laughs> later in the day. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, you want a burrito from this like local burrito joint? And he's like, yeah, oh my God, man. Like, first off, the enthusiasm <laughs> was crazy. for the burrito was like over the top. <laughs> and I'm still here, by the way. <laughs> Guys, the enthusiasm is still, I was so in love. <laughs> he, listen, this is what he told me. He's like, I was looking at pictures of burritos yesterday. I'm like, who I does see. that? <laughs> who, who goes to Google and types in burrito pics? <laughs> no, my cousin was making burritos, I'd imagine with his girlfriend. Because I saw his girlfriend on Snapchat map at his place. <laughs> so I think they're making burritos together. Oh, and yeah, they have that still, eh? Yeah, yeah, I still use it. God, that's so invasive. It the is. fact that you could tell that she's at his house. Yeah, and the fact that, like, again, I've I've no chill with my creeping, you know? It's like, I saw two burritos were made. You know okay. what's crazy? That's, <laughs> you're very honest with that. You do yeah. have no chill with your creeping. I do. Although I will say, maybe because I don't creep, I really haven't been creeping on Instagram, man, for probably a month now. Yeah. Now that I think about it. I don't know. I, I'm on Instagram briefly to look at likes because my I need to yeah, feel validated. It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Uh, I haven't creeped as much because when I used to, nine times out of ten in each creep session, your name popped up. In we've already talked about this, and hey. 
I, you know what's funny? You know, like, I haven't been going down the Dan, no, but Dan rabbit hole of creeping. I just I want to say so. Most likely, you will not be checking. I'm just so, right? like, I'm still so blown away by that. Yeah. I don't think people understand. Okay, like, yeah. I would creep so far down these rabbit holes to I found someone in New Zealand in like a small village. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was that. That's crazy. Deep. It was just like you're on there. You're like, oh, that's cool. Who's this? Oh, that's cool. Who's that? Oh, look. Yeah. And Amar, one time you popped up. Amar original. I swear baby. to God. I'm telling you. You beat me to it is what I'm saying. It's We're like, setting up the flags. I don't get it. I know because it's not like it's not like I saw you like it on Instagram. No. And I was like, let me go like his shit. You were there before yeah. me and sometimes. And I'm like. Although I, I do have to say because mm. I've always done this for like years and years and years. Right. Before the Instagram algorithm was good. Okay. Mm -hmm. And only in like the last year or so. I've been noticing that people are like, how did you get here first? Like, I think, I think Instagram, I don't know. Is this, how, like a, is this a humble this is, brag that you're like a modern day pioneer or like a. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I think Instagram has changed some sort of algorithm that would lead you towards the same road that led. No, me. no, no, no. Look, look, this was, I was not forced or I was not curated. I know, I know. I mean, like, this oh. was like person. Tagged person, yeah. Tagged person, not tagged person, but figure out who that person is. <laughs> then go down. Like, I'm telling <laughs> no, you, I'm that. laughing because like that's like that's my way. That's yeah, how yeah. I get there. <laughs> Sometimes you'll get stumped. You're like, who's that? And then yeah. you won't be able to figure it out. And then you'll go through their friend. Like, okay, like so, and people are probably listening. Like, you're so creepy. It's like, shut up. We like, all do it, man. We all have crept before. Yeah, hundred percent or creeps, creeps. But I'm telling you, like, I really think that it's like I know it's a me thing for sure. It's a me thing. One hundred percent. I give out likes like more than any other mother. Mother effer there. <laughs> I'm really trying to stop my swearing. Not because of the podcast or anything, not for censorship, just because I just want to stop swearing as much. Well, here, how about this? Every time Amar stops swearing, you guys leave us a review Oof. on Instagram. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to do well here. <laughs> well, no, because guys, that actually helps us. Like I know you can't pay yeah. us, you can't support the podcast financially, which is totally fine. We're not asking for that. Yeah. But what you can do is if you leave a review or a rating. Yeah, a rating is cool, but like review is nicer because it's like then we actually get to see the words. And it's not, I no, honestly no, no, but do not I, think. I'm not talking about like our our feelings. I'm talking about like will we pop up in the algorithm if they rate Ah, uh, that's weird. <laughs> that's so funny because I was just going to go off on a tangent. I, I was like, because look, uh, it's not for the ratings or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw your chest like yeah, yeah. inflate like you had a long sentence to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I, was I was gonna like, go in. I, like, I better catch this guy before he goes. No, it's yes, of course we prefer reading the comments and yeah. like the feedback that you guys are enjoying the podcast, but uh ratings and reviews yeah. will help generate uh more of a following so we can do this more. Cause I know a lot of you guys do love this. Yeah. Like this, I don't want to. By the way, guys, speaking of following, we are like top 100s in a few little categories hey, and a few in, spots in like Canada, Algeria? America. Oh, Canada. Okay. Canada and America, we broke top 100. Damn. Um, That's a big deal. Back when, like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, y'all left a few reviews that were really nice. 100%. So, guys, do it. Okay. In Macedonia, we're like top 20. Pretty Shout outs to you listening in Macedonia. Macedonia I see you. Man. I actually see you on the map. Look, we have some people, even in Malta. Yeah. We've got. I think a few people in Malta. Oh, hometown glory. Maybe two people in Malta. Mm. That's sick, man. That's amazing. That is cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's get to this. What is today's topic, Amar? So today's topic is seven strategies 
Mm-hmm. I feel like a rapper because I had to like match the <laughs> the music. Seven strategies to face life's challenges. Ooh, um, Zaddy Lexi. I think seven is a good number. Seven's a great number. You know what's great yeah. is list. Lists are great. Lists. I've been oh, doing that yeah. for years on YouTube, man. People like lists. Listicles, they're called. Listicles, like article lists. They're oh. I hate this whole like conjoining things together. Like uh, Zoomex. Like so. <laughs> Well, inside joke. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, or no, Jumex. Sorry, Jumex. Yeah. Um, so, stra- seven strategies to face life's challenges. All right. Um, Let's go through them. Break it down one by one. Guys, honestly, this podcast, we we do go through a lot. So, sometimes, you know, you, we'll reiterate some things here. Um, this was all written by Jennifer Kunst, PhD. Jennifer How Kunst. do you spell her last name? K-U-N-S-T. Kunst. 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 Yeah. Kunst. Hello there. Dr. Welcome Kunst. to the club, Kunst. Kunst. <laughs> That's her doctor's <laughs> office. All right. So, step number one. It's not step one number one. They're just seven strategies, you know? So, so not in any order. Not in any order. Make that clear. Okay. Turn toward reality. This feels like this should go first, too. So, a lot of times, we're facing life's problems, or we have a problem, and instead of turning towards the problem, and facing it head on, we kind of avoid it or we go to another place of how it kind of uh, like at this like a, a place where we can avoid it rather than actually facing the problem in reality. So, guys, I haven't seen this list, by the way. I'm just mm. going to be the uh, the honest yeah, the, color commentator. Why is it color commentator? I never understood that. Because they give color to to the oh, actual that's why. Okay. thing. You know, because there's like a play by play. I like it. I like it. And then there's a color person who, like, usually they're like. Brings life, to, adds more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're usually past athletes or whatever. So, with this, what I'm hearing is that uh, it's saying face reality, meaning like sit with the problem and feel the feelings. Because you're right. So many people will distract and run away because when they get that icky feeling of stress or anxiety, yeah, they do whatever they can to push it away. Yeah. So that might come through. Spending a lot of money on pointless things, uh, trying to fill a void with either someone else or some yeah. other thing. Yeah. And that's true. I think the biggest growth I've had is actually sitting with one of my problems and feeling the nastiest feelings. And eventually they won't sting as bad, you know? Yeah. It's good that you mentioned this whole growth uh, because that's, that is when you grow. Um, so the article talks about that. When when you're avoiding it or when you're finding new ways to deal with it, like going and getting distracted with like shopping or this and this and that, you're not increasing your capacity to deal with problems, right? Mm. You're you're not growing that capacity. But if you actually face the problem itself, you're growing your capacity to deal with life's problems. Absolutely. It's Well, if you are learning from it, because a lot of people are so desperate to get over any sort of feeling yeah. that they'll do the right things, but they won't remember what actually got them out of it. They're not analyzing what's happening inside saying, oh, last time I was in this situation, yeah. I took care of myself through this, I through this, and they don't remember. So mm-hmm. it's I think it's important that you're remembering how you're fixing your problems and putting it into a, a metaphorical toolbox, yeah. a mental toolbox. Because look, when I look back at college, when I first started dealing with anxiety, compared to now, the anxiety that was rock my world back then 
doesn't even rattle my world now. Yeah. That's amazing. And also, and this is what you're touching upon, is the even bigger part of this whole thing of turning towards reality and facing your problems is the confidence that you get after you deal with these problems. Have you ever yeah, like... Well, yeah, because now you're like, I could, I could handle this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been through it. I can do it again. I can do it again. And exactly, just like you said, like, you know, in college, it used to phase me and now it doesn't even like, it doesn't even touch me, right? And it's like, yeah. and sometimes we, we all know that other feeling of guilt when you avoid the problem. It's like the anti-confidence. It's like, you just feel disgusting. Like you feel disgusted with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, have you ever tried to deal with a problem by like going out and shopping and then you buy like $200 worth of stuff and you come back and you're like, that did nothing. It was, it was temporary. Yeah. It's a temporary thing. Yeah. It, like, here's the way to look at it, guys. And then we'll move on to the next one is, you know, when you get a blister mm. and you pop open the blister and it's like this baby skin, it's like yeah. so soft <laughs> and it, you know that it has no experience in touching it, things. It does not know what life is. No. Like if you're building calluses, okay. It starts off as this baby skin. It's like, ah, I love your hand. I just want to touch <laughs> things. But eventually when you start to lift weights and make things harder and actually utilize it, yeah. the skin starts to get a little tougher and goes, okay, no, we, we know what to do here. We got to toughen up. And I'm not saying toughen up because that's a very naive piece of advice to yeah. give someone. Uh, what I mean by toughen up is we need to remember how we got through this originally and then start to plug it in next time. Yeah. Because then it gets easier. Yeah. And, and then and then in 10 years from now, you'll look back to now and say, how was life so hard then when I can handle it so much better now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. Embrace your life as it is rather as you wish it to be right and this is huge man this is my guy this is okay so embrace your life as it is rather than as you wish it to be right uh it says the buddha has taught that the secret to life is to want what you have and to not want what you don't have easier said than done you killed that one by the way nice uh easier said than done i think um, for sure I think one of the hardest things I have struggles with in this, I don't know how this will sound to be honest, but is appreciating what I already have. And I think a lot of us are guilty of that, by the way. Yeah. We're always hearing, look at you, look at your surroundings, be happy for what you have. And a lot of us use, I'm so blessed. Yeah. But do a lot of us know what that feeling is? Are we just saying it because yeah, it's cool that I have all these, it's cool that I have this studio. Yeah, well, you see, the whole thing of, like, saying, I'm so blessed or whatever. I mean, if you actually mean that and you say it to yourself, that's gratitude and that's amazing. But usually we say it, we're at a music festival. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. And we take a Snapchat of where we are. Well. Right, and we're like, oh, we're so blessed. And basically, you know, like, with being present, it means being present to the life that you have right here. As opposed to... You know, like the right here, right now, Mm -hmm. as opposed to this is how I wanted my life to look like. I'm so blessed. Expectations. Expectations will always let you down, man. Because I think nine times out of 10, the expectations in our head are so much greater than what they can ever be. Yeah. And when they don't get met, we're like, man, I fell short. And it's like, are you kidding? You didn't fall short at all. Yeah. Like you made what you originally wanted to do, but you thought the grass is greener. You want more grass. So you thought further and further. Mm. Actually, this whole thing, and maybe, I mean, maybe later in the list, this one comes into play, but I think lately the biggest thing that's helped me is living in the moment. That's it. 
Because when we live in the past, we get stuck in nostalgia and memories and good times and the good old days. Mm-hmm. It's, it's holding us back. Like you don't see it. And one day you will feel it, by the way. It's inevitable. So if you feel like you'll never have your stuck, I guarantee you one day you will feel that feeling of being pulled by your past. Yeah. And you can't, you can control your future to an extent, but the way you do that is by controlling this moment right now. What yeah. is happening right now? Why dwell on the past when that came and went? It's like, it's like a, it's like watching an episode of Friends and seeing them tell a joke, and you're like, I wish they had changed the line to this. It would have been funnier. It's like well, you can't. The, the episode was shot back in the early 2000s, yeah, yeah, 90s. Yeah. You had to deal with what was given. It, it, it came and went. So, yeah, that's that, a that vacuum of the past definitely sometimes is felt of like you oh, just man. feel it like kind of like sucking at you. Yeah, hundred percent. It's trying to bring you back. It's trying to keep you back from keep growing because the past, I think, hates change naturally. Because yeah. when you start to change, it's harder to for your brain to put you back in those past moments. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's all I'll say about that. And, and, and there are moments when, like, you, when you're living your life right now, you kind of get glimpses of, wow, you know what? This is how I wanted my life to look like. You know, let's say, uh, if I've never gone jet skiing, you know. If I ever go, go jet skiing, I'm like sharing it and everything. And then I might get like some feedback on like, wow, man, you're li- like living the best life right now. You're jet skiing and stuff. And that is dangerous because now that becomes like something that I not want my life to be like. I want that to be my normal. Oh, well, because you're getting validated. Because I'm getting validated yeah. on something that's not part of my normal life, right? So right. then when you get validated on something that's not part of your oh normal God, life, yeah. you're, that pressure of just like, Okay, well, now jet skiing is the new baseline. You yeah, know what I mean? That's like, a, it's a like, huge point you just made there. That's why Instagram can be very toxic to the untrained. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, you'll do a, a post of holding a sloth or something. Yeah. And you'll get a lot of DMs from people that are interesting to you. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's so cute. And now you're like, okay, your brain will subliminally say, if I want their attention... I got to hold a sloth or I got to hold something cute and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. And then you start going down a path of, being around animals that are fuzzy yeah. and then your whole life kind of caters around really other people's likes. Yeah. And I've been guilty of that hundred percent. Not so much anymore. I toned it down a whole bunch. Yeah. That validation is just like little bumper walls that guide you in a, in, in a, in way a very that, bad place, in, in a bad place. Cause it's, it's guiding you. Look, if you have 10,000 followers on Instagram, yeah. that's 10,000 opinions <laughs> that, you, the one thing in life you'll never be able to do is please everyone, right? Yeah. So you have 10,000 people and you're, you just ran a marathon and you have four people slide in and say, I'm so proud of you. It's amazing. And there's other people that you wish said something that didn't. And now you're like, hmm, okay, so marathons and accomplishing those things matters to these type of people. Yeah. Let's just spitball and see what else can gauge through other people. So I think... As cliche as it sounds, when when you are being yourself, you'll actually attract people that are more like you. Mm. Like, look, post the jet ski stuff because that is cool. Yeah. But don't get attached to that lifestyle thinking, I need to now become this because this is what this group of people like. Yeah. It's true. All right, next one. Next one means a lot to me. Love this one. Take your time. Ooh. When right. dealing with life's big burning issues and challenges, take your time. Patience. It's huge. Read, Patience. read that one. Like go into that. So um, 
You know, but just says by being in a hurry, we actually thwart our own success. We get ahead of ourselves. We make more mistakes. We cut corners and pay for them later. We may learn the easy way, but not necessarily the best way. The slower you go, the sooner you get there. Slow, disciplined, incremental growth is the kind of approach that leads to lasting change. Okay, I see where they're coming from. Yeah, for sure. For me, man, this is like the biggest thing. I think a lot, like just what I see around, is just everyone's just such. Maybe it's because I live in Toronto. I don't know. Um, oh. Maybe where you're from, it's a little slower. I don't know. But for me, I just see so many people just want to like get to the top real soon and real quick because they feel like you know they've missed the chance or they've missed the moment we talked about this last week but like you're not going to miss your chance you're not going to miss your moment just most of those people that got their moments they did it because they were going so slow you know you're not seeing the the 10 years 20 years 30 years that it took them to get there i think you have to, you have to take this in moderation like it is a balance people, you're right yeah some people out there might hear Go slow. That's great. I've been playing PS4 every night for the past. It's like, don't, no, don't mistake this as being lazy and it'll happen. It'll fall in your lap yeah. or you can take your time. I think for me, I agree with that. Go slow, but it doesn't mean like, look, we often will record two podcasts, yeah. right? Going slow doesn't mean no, 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 no. Let's just do one. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It means go at a pace that you feel you're not stressed or you're not, you don't feel mentally like you're on a treadmill. Yeah. So that may be recording three podcasts, four podcasts. You don't want to slow things down just because of the definition of slow is one at a time or wait your turn. And, you know, it's, it's whatever does not cause that bubbling up inside of you that is like, oh, yeah. it was a long day. Cause then it's like maybe you, Oh, did too much. Yeah. Um, I agree your moment will happen. And I also agree that getting over life's challenges comes with uh, elements of patience mm. because I've been frustrated in the past about issues. I'm like, why the hell aren't I over this by now? It's been so many months. Why am I still dealing with this same issue? And I've gotten so frustrated. And I literally beat myself up mentally over this thinking, Dan, it's just like, you, you're broken, man. Like, this is going to be like this forever. And when I start to step back and just be like, look, let's just take some time, take it in baby steps. Yeah. Those baby steps are way bigger than when I was trying to rush it, doing everything in my power. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll try this. I'll go here. I'll do that. It's like those baby steps are actually larger. It's, it's a weird. No, it's weird thing. how it works. But like here, this is for a workout, Dan, right here. Um, <laughs> So it, not that I know much about working out, okay, but I was uh, watching this like a uh, famous like celebrity trainer and stuff, and his whole approach is that I'm because usually with training they they want you to hustle and they want you to give it your all and we're gonna like you know rip those muscles and then we're gonna rebuild those muscles and we're just gonna push you to the max, right? Mm-hmm. Like max reps is like definitely a thing for like hypertrophy and making bigger muscles and all that. But he's like, if I if let's say right now today you do like 10, 10 is your max, right? And 10, you're way pushed, right? And then you're going to have to take two days, three days off from that muscle group, right? And then in three days, you'll do another 10 and that's your max. And then you have to take another three days off. So right. in a week, you've done about 20, right? But what if I get you there every day and you do eight? 
You're not burning your, you're not ripping your muscles. You're not burning your muscles out. Right. Yeah. And you're going to do eight every day though. So I think. So by the end of it, by seven, you'll have, you know, you'll have 56, 56. Yeah. But I, I don't know if to. it applies the same in the gym. Like I think in the gym, quality might be different than quantity. For sure. Like, like you said, like, I think if you're trying to get mass, yeah. lifting heavier weights is, is the way to probably go. For sure. But let's say you're lifting the same thing, but instead of that last two, that max reps one in the end. But those are the import, most important ones. Yeah. Because those tear your muscle. So there's two things with hypertrophy, which is like how to build muscle, right? Mm -hmm. It's either you're ripping them, you know, you're going to your max exhaustion mm -hmm. or you're doing a lot of volume, mm -hmm. right? And just purely on volume, you're doing many more reps. You're doing you're 56 reps as opposed yeah. to you're doing 20 reps. Right. Right? Yeah. In a week. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that, that applies. Definitely take your time. Yeah. Because. So, so I'm, I'm saying like take your time isn't just to go slow. You could actually do a lot more by going slow. In in moderation. Yeah. I think eventually whenever you're hit with a problem, life's problems, you know, I heard this quote yesterday and it's like mother nature is our greatest uh, example of this, mm. that there's no storm that lasts forever. And it's kind of the same with when you have a life problem. It's like you get bored of your own story eventually. Oh, yeah. You can try and sit with your sorrow for months and months and months. Uh, and eventually, you'll sit there and be like, what the hell, man? Mm. You'll get sick of it. You'll get bored. You'll be like, I've been telling myself I suck for the past four months. Yeah. That it gets to the point where you've already, you already believe you suck. But you can't suck anymore. <laughs> you know, like, I just feel like eventually you'll come to a breaking point where you're like, I need to do something about this. And yeah. so let's start the road to recovery. Sorry, I'm laughing. I'm just laughing at my own self right here because literally like two days ago, <laughs> I'm trying not to swear, but I was, I just like for five minutes in, I'm, I live by myself at home. Yeah. And I just like got, I was watching like YouTube and I was just like so far in and I was like, no man, like F it, just F it. Like, and I was just like literally for five minutes, I was, screw it. Like just screw, screw it. Screw what? I, I was just like, I, I was so done with just like, just like consuming things. And I just wanted to like create something, you know what I mean? Like I just wanted to go out and like, take photos and take videos and stuff. And I was just like literally for five minutes in my head, like just not even in my head, like out loud mm -hmm. in my house. I was like, fuck it. Like, just fuck it. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, just do, do it. Like, oh my God, I was so done with myself. Yeah, but those, those moments like, are, are beautiful. They're big. Like I, like, look, I've been now doing this gym for three and a half weeks. Yeah. Eating healthy for three weeks. And I get, I'll share the moment it happened actually. Um, I went to hang out with my mom one afternoon. It was just kind of like a, just one of those days where I'm like, she was, she was going back to Dallas. Yeah. So I wanted to see her before she goes. So I went to her house and we were sitting outside talking and just kind of talking about life and what we're, what I'm stuck on and what I'm dealing with at the time. This mm -hmm. is three and a half weeks ago. And I was, uh, I was in the hot tub and she's like, do you want to walk Charlie before you go? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So she goes inside and I go to this like change area like in my backyard yeah. and I start getting changed. But I remember sitting there just, it was such an overwhelming conversation to have at the time. 
because we talked about a lot of things that I'm struggling with, yeah. to be honest. And I, I wasn't necessarily I got emotional, but I got emotional in an angry way, not in a, a crying way. But I got emotional. I was just like, oh, man, Nikki, this sucks, man. Like, you used to be so positive. You were mm. your own biggest fan. You used to be your own hero. You admired yourself. Just what happened? Like, this inner voice. I don't know where it came from. And yeah. when I say inner voice, it wasn't actually like, where, where, where? Did it go, go, go? <laughs> like, I didn't hear anything, you know? But it was a feeling. It was a feeling of I let myself down mm. by being this down for so long and getting hung up on the bullshit that shouldn't catch me like yeah. it has, you know? And from that moment on, the very next day is when I signed up for, for this gym. Yeah. Because I'm like, I've hit rock bottom officially, mentally, where I'm not my own fan. My confidence has clearly gone out the window. Yeah, I need to do something about this now. And it's hard because it feels good, man. In a weird way, it feels good to sit there and be like, I suck. Oh, yeah, man. Because negativity, and I've always said this, even with like comedians, I respect clean humor that is legit funny. Yeah. Not like childlike humor, but clean humor 10 times more than a dirty, Joke. vulgar comedian. Yeah. Because vulgarity is so easy to do. And I'm not talking fart jokes or like boob jokes. That's not vulgar. I mean like talking about very specific sex stuff. Like that humor yeah. is in my opinion, so much easier to create. Yeah, because it's it's so unheard of that it's just very easy to there's, hit them with a point. Yeah, there's a wow factor that yeah, catches yeah. people off guard that they're like, oh my exactly. God, he said that? You know, so I don't know. It was, it was a big turning moment for me and I'm still kind of like riding that wave of like, we got to get better. And now I'm starting to turn in my own fan again. And like, I think you can yeah. see it on my Instagram too a bit like, I did a post recently where I actually talked to the camera and it's like, I haven't really done some of that because I haven't felt confident enough to do that in a while yeah. that it, it, you can grow it. It's just get over the idea that shitting on yourself feels good because it will always feel good. Yeah. I think it's a weird sensation. Yeah. You can do it for an entire week and you'll still want to do it more the next week, but challenge yourself to say, you know what? No, like I was actually pretty damn good today. I was actually funny at that party. Yeah. I actually crushed it at the gym or something. Impeccable transition. And Dan doesn't know this, but Ooh, the next one is like this. practice gratitude. Oh, is it? That was good. That was good. That was a good. Damn. I, I love transitions that you don't, you know, that's why how, when this she was writing list. this article, this she was like, list. she's like, Oh, you know what's next? Practice gratitude. Yeah. Like, see, I like this list. Um, so it's easy, obviously, like we said, you know, it's easy to count your troubles rather than your own blessings. Uh, but such an attitude undermines your ability to draw from the good that we have been given and to see our lives fundamentally as a gift. Man, it's just, it's that perspective and gratitude thing. It's, it, it just, if it's so, it sounds so fluffy, gratitude and that, that you know, goes changing back to that your perspective blessed, thing that and that blessed, but it's like, you know, like to actually, I, I love fluffy topics that you can actually make very practical. Like it's very practical to today, go sleep. And right before you sleep, just think of, usually it's three, three is a good number, but even one, just one thing that you're grateful for, you know, or two things or three things that you're grateful for. Um, and hopefully that will take you towards a, a rabbit hole of positivity as opposed to, we all know the other one of just like, you think of like one thing right before you sleep and it's like a negative thought yeah and you're just spiraling in your own sleep and then you wake up literally cussing out 
I could see. Well, there's that old saying, never go to sleep angry. Yeah. And I definitely have tried my best to not do that. But this one is tough for my type of personality. It, it mm. makes sense. Practice gratitude. And I, th- I think you are really good at that mm-hmm. in terms of f- actually feeling gratitude and feeling those three things you think about before bed. Yeah. But for me, it doesn't land. Like I can think, man, I, I love Charlie to death. I love him so much and I could think about how much I love him, but it doesn't create a sensation of fulfillment or doesn't fill that void in me that makes it everything okay. Yeah. When I'm stressed, you know? Like that doesn't fix I comp- me. I like compartmentalize, if that's the word. That's the word. Yeah. You know, like I I'm super, super, super grateful for some things and then when you know, when something is is painful or something is not going as I want it to be or something is stressful, I definitely feel that too. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. when I'm grateful for something, I'm like really... Yeah, I think it depends on the mood you're in. If you're in a good mood and you're yeah. doing this grateful thing, 100% you can you can see it. But yeah. when you're already negative, trying to take off those negative lenses by throwing blessings at yourself... For, for sure. And that goes back to that first point of like, turn towards reality. If you're going through a stressful time, 100% deal with that stress and deal with that problem and don't avoid it. By just throwing blessings at your self. No, you know what could be good is, um, and you could write this down, but yeah. I, I, you know, I went for uh, drinks with a friend last two nights ago. Yeah. And he was super helpful on this topic. because so we were talking and we kind of got into my sort of stuff eventually because we were catching up. And he was like, man, like your perspective on everything you've just said, like is backwards. Mm-hmm. You're, you're never you're, like in none of those situations are you supporting yourself in none of those situations are you the hero or are you the one that's winning you've you've viewed every issue here as you losing out or you losing something mm. and when he kept calling me out throughout the conversation it started to stick saying okay l- let me think why am I feeling bad right now if you're listening right now and you have something you're feeling bad about like look at your perspective on that situation is yeah. it something to do with you losing or you being the victim or you getting the short end of the stick? If so, there is 100% another side to that, which yeah. we oftentimes don't don't recognize, which is, no, you actually are gaining this and maybe it wasn't right, you know? Like, yeah. you can spin. If, there, if you're looking at something negative, I promise you somewhere there is a positive mirrored image of that. For sure. But a lot of us don't know how to create that because we don't support ourselves. We don't have the confidence in us to say, I am pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's because like we, like you said before, if like, you know, when you're in a good mood, it's like when when we're in a bad mood, for sure, we're going to have that tough conversation with ourselves of like, man, you really messed up here, you know, or this or that. And like we beat ourselves up, right? But when we're in a good mood, we don't really talk to ourselves and kind of, ourselves on the back and say you know what you really i mean sure we kind of maybe sometimes lightly say like wow you killed it on this one but like we don't really no give gratitude to ourselves no. of just saying like no you actually did well and the thing is a lot of times this happens with couples it happens with relationships it happens with like friendships um kind of like how me and my friends you know we don't wait for the bad times to happen and then we'll have those tough conversations of like you know what i don't like when you do this right we'll have those tough conversations at a time when we're best or when we're most positive with each other. You know, we have like a timed 
it, we plan out a time when we talk to each other because we know we're set we're starting off from a positive attitude towards this whole thing and it's the same thing with giving yourself the gratitude and being grateful for your own blessings is have those tough days with your stresses and talk yourself and you know face those problems but also on the good days be sure to be grateful for the things that you are well, it's only fair. Grateful for. It's only exactly. fair. If it's you're going to stomp all over yourself when you're bad, then you also have to pat yourself on the back when you're good. But there's a, a th- really good piece of advice that obviously has been around forever. My mom once told me this, is to never act on emotion. So when you're really upset, that's emotion. You're in an emotional state. Don't mm. do any big decisions. Don't say anything. Don't decide anything in that moment because that's temporary. Yeah. When you're on a very big high, you just won a championship or something. Don't make any rash decisions then either because you're also on the other end of the spectrum where it's temporary. Yeah, You have to wait until you're leveled out. Wait until you calm down in either sense, low or high. And that's where you can actually make a statement about how you're feeling or where you're actually at. Because look, if you're having a panic attack yeah. where you literally feel like you're dying or like the world is ending and you decide to make a statement that that's it, I'm moving back home, this is too much. That's not fair. That panic attack will literally be over in like eight minutes. There's a, a crazy stat that you can only really be in full panic mode for I think eight minutes. Wow. Don't quote me on that. I think it's around something like that. I feel that. So if you can withstand those eight minutes, man, your body will naturally calm down because it cannot produce that amount of panic yeah. for that long. That self-control, man, to not say anything, to not do anything, to not make that decision. It's just about knowing. It's it's knowing, exactly. It's about being aware and saying, am I really riled up right now? Am I super emotional? Am I really stressed where I feel like I'm saying the word never? It'll never happen again. I'll never have this. I'll never find that. When you're saying the word never, you're in an emotional state. And you should not be making decisions on what your next move or life move is going to be. You know, back to what you said, where we don't, pat ourselves on the back when things are good. Yeah. It's like the review system in this world. It's broken. Mm. You go, you, you know, when I was going to move to San Diego, I looked at 20 properties to move to. And after 10, it became this sort of fun game of how long will it be until Dan hates this place? <laughs> and I would go see it in person. I love it. The view's great. It's got good amenities. I'd go home and I'd look at Yelp. Yeah. And Yelp would just shit all over this place that Yelpers, I thought man. was so perfect. Because we're more inclined to want to tell people, don't go here, the food is bad, or don't go here, there's termites. Or We're more inclined to want to share the negativity yeah. than to say, hey, the food's great. Because that's what we expect. We often expect things to be a yeah. certain way. So the review system, I already broken, don't, yeah. I don't go with it. If there's a restaurant and it has like one star and there's a lot of reasons for it, okay, that's fine. But if it's chilling at a two and a half star and it's only because Nancy got her spaghetti cold one night because the manager was dealing with, there's so <laughs> much context behind reviews that you can't yeah. base something off. No, it's true. I like what you said of like, don't make any decisions when you're riled up. And if that wasn't clear enough, because a lot of times it's not, people are not aware. We're not aware, not just people, myself included. We're not aware of like when we are riled up. And I, I always think of like a Coke can. If you just shake a Coke can, Right. Even though the bottle is not off, inside is just shaken up already. And if you open that bottle, it's just going to explode, right? 
And, you know, you're going to need that 20 minutes, 30 minutes to just kind of let it chill. And then you can open it up. You know what I mean? But great analogy. That's, that's that sits exactly with it. I wasn't going to talk shit about my analogies today. And I was going to be like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And I'm going to try as hard as I can. Yeah. And that one landed and it worked. Um, <laughs> you know, and whereas, you know, and just let it chill and just, okay, no, we're not going to try this. Again. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't go further. Yeah, we're done. We're done. No, but that, that's, uh, <laughs> it's old. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Next one. Um, next one. Also another good transition. What number is this? By the way? This is number five. So we have three more. Okay. Stay close to your feelings, even the painful ones. And the transitions have been great with us. We also kind of talked about that for the first one. Yeah. Where like the being realistic one. Yeah. Where it's like, I actually shared this in a podcast last week and I still think about this analogy that I gave. Here we go. No, they're actually good. No, it was like, his are good. How are you (laughs) supposed to know where you're at until you know where you've been? You know, like Mm. it's kind of like when you open up a map and you're like, where am I? It's because you don't, you haven't felt, you haven't taken in the environment. Oh, well there's mountains here. There's, a gas station there. Okay, so now you can figure out where you're at. Yeah. Same with emotion. Like you have to feel what is causing that sting inside. What is causing that stress or that obsessive thinking? Yeah. Find find the seed and then find the seed of that. And most of the time, that seed has nothing to do with the first one. Yeah. It's something inside of you. We project saying it's their fault. They did this to me. They made me feel this way. No, they didn't. You made yourself feel that way based off of how they responded to some situations. Yeah. You have total control over how you react to people. And so when someone is triggering an insecurity in you, you have to address that. And that's where we, most of us are blind to. We don't see that. Yeah. It's that. uh, So what it says here is we need our feelings in order to find satisfaction, meaning, perspective, and pleasure in life. It didn't say perspective, but I did that in because that's what it is. Oh, adding, eh? Getting a little spicy. Sorry, Dr. Kunst. Uh, Getting rid of feelings. (laughs) Getting rid of feelings not only backfires, but also drains us of the psychological energy that makes life worth living. I totally believe this, man. Uh, Feelings are the gas in the engine of our personalities. 100%. If it's one thing that drives my personality, it's because I am attached to, and I am close to my dark feelings to my happy feelings to my satisfied feelings to my great gratitude feelings to all these feelings because i'm so close to them and i like to live in them i know what i hate i know what i don't like i know what gives my life purpose i know for now hopefully it changes who knows well why would you want to get rid of it like that's what i would challenge people to think why would you want to get rid of an old feeling that you've been over it's like, yeah. go, go back to the um, callus on your hand. It's like you just developed a callus over uh, weeks of soreness. Yeah. Are you going to want to rip it off because it doesn't look as good and then start again? No, like you're going to want to keep it there as, as yeah. okay, like this is from when I tough, like I made it through and yeah. now it's, it's, it's usable again. I don't understand why people would want to, I mean, I do understand. I could sympathize with people sort of running from their problems and not sitting with their feelings because it's easier. Yeah. It's always easier, but yeah, I, I, I reason, don't know why, like, why they wouldn't you're feeling that way. Yeah. You know, a hundred percent. There's a reason like, man, relationship wise, if you leave a relationship that wasn't working, you know how hard it is to stay away. You're going to want to go back because you have this bad feeling inside, but you have to be aware saying, no, it's not actually good for me. 
Yeah. By going back, all I'm doing is putting this this muted band-aid on that feeling so I don't have to feel that bad feeling anymore. But when you feel that, you're like, okay. And then you 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 start to grow. You start mm. to come out. You know, because a lot of us, I see it all the time, man. A lot of us are are living a life of our partner. Yeah. You know, there's so many people that are their relationships just for the sake of helping someone else. And that's great. And that works for them. But I just, I feel like a lot of their quirks and a lot of their specialties in life are being silenced because of a comfort thing. Yeah. They would rather live, on, comfortable, live yeah. on their wavelength, you know? It's true. Yeah. I think that's a, the greatest point is like, why would you want to live that life of just no emotion? I, like everything that's good in life, man, like it sounds so cheesy, but it's like everything good in life has emotion to it. Like everything. Like if you like art, if you like creativity, if you like joy, if you don't, if you like a freaking sad song, a good song, if you like to go out dancing, if you like to go out with your friends, like everything is based on, being close to that emotion and the closer you are to that emotion, the more you can maximize how much fun you're yeah, having exactly. or how much, you know, how much empathy you're feeling and just how much feeling you're, you know, just how like, much feeling you're feeling. Like that's the biggest thing is, and it, it doesn't gives always, color. It doesn't always have to be sunshine and rainbows because exactly. society puts a, uh, a highlight on these hanging out with friends by the, going to the cottage this weekend. But if you love horror movies or you like special effects makeup, yeah. Or you like that stuff, you can embrace that as well. Like it, it's kind of the more underbelly of society where we're like, oh, that's weird because it's death or it's weird. Like, yeah, no, I mean, if it creates a satisfying emotion and it's not hurting anybody or you, yeah. what's the, what's the harm in following that? I just don't understand why emotions have been like pushed down and like they're uncool, but like, I don't know, even Harley Davidson writers have emotion together, you know? That's, yeah. Yeah. Even guys that bike on Harleys have emotions. Everyone has it. There's <laughs> different comfort levels on if you would talk about them or share them. Um, yeah, I would say there's a stigma. Yeah. And when you share them that you're more feminine or you're weaker in a sense. It goes back to our, our last episode of Do Nice Guys Finish Last. Like, there's a lot of misconstrued things yeah where last like in that episode we took the definition of nice and a lot of people take nice as weak boring can't make their mind up yeah none of that's true none of that is true but we tell ourselves that's how it is it's the same with emotion oh that person got upset they must be weak they must be weak in life oh man i think the weaker ones are they don't show it at all they're they are those cans of pops that are just waiting to explode (laughs) here's going soda whatever you say um this one, we're not going to go into it too much because I think we've really dived down on it, is accept success and failure as part of life's journey. We've talked about this, I think, three times now, twice, um, where just understand that part of life isn't just success. It's also failure. And life isn't just failure, but there's also success. And at some point, it will get better. And at some point, you're going to have to watch out. Yeah, that's a that, that's a hard pill to swallow, I think, for people as well. Like, life is the wheel of fortune. I don't know if you've heard that theory where no. good things happen in threes, bad things happen in threes, and then the wheel changes. Mm. Um, so yeah, if usually if something good's happening, 
It happens in threes. This is it could be fall into the category of a superstition or whatever. It's the wheel of fortune. Yeah. Where things are so great, three things happen, the wheel will naturally start to turn and then negative things will start to happen. Yeah. I don't know if it's a perspective thing on how we are as people, but... Um, trying to count my exes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, on my, yeah. I'm on my fourth soon. I'm due. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the wheel. I'm ready for the um, <laughs> kidding. No, it's uh, it's a weird thing because you look at how Twitter is or how celebrities are, and they're always winning. Yeah. All I do is win. Win. Like, they people don't share their failures, mm. and that's okay. Not everyone's comfortable with that, but they are failing yeah. behind the scenes. Every, I challenge you right now, wherever you're listening, pick somebody. In your life, whether it's a family member, a friend, a celebrity, your favorite celebrity, and someone that you don't think has ever messed up. Yeah. And if it's a celebrity, Google it. Look at their Wikipedia because you will see back in 1994, they got caught with drugs. You know, like everyone has some sort of black mark with something they've done. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, your parents, you might think, are untouched. No, it's just because they've created that image for you. They're not bad people by any means, but they've also done things that they probably wouldn't do now. Yeah. You know? So that whole failure thing, it's kind of like 75-25. We see 75% winning. Oh, for sure. And we see 25% losing. But yeah, there is... But we skew it. We, it's for, it's skewed for public opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's... Close to being balanced. I'd say. And also the case for a failure, man. I mean, just learning humility, like learning that to be humble usually comes out of failureness, like fail, out of failing, mm-hmm. right? When you just get humbled and you're like, why? like for me, I, I don't learn this from failure, but I learned this from success. But I do learn it also from failure a lot more. And I feel like a lot more people do is that we kind of see ourselves as these limited like creatures like we're like we need to learn that we are limited and that sometimes we do need the help of others and if it takes failing at a business if it takes failing at a project if it takes failing at something that you know what we do need the help of others we do need the support of others that's a big lesson to learn and sometimes you learn that yeah most of the time from failing and sometimes also from success well you don't you don't have to base your whole life off of one failure as well. For a lot sure. of us, it's doomsday when, when that happens. You know, yeah. like we, we think, oh my god, I failed. That's it. I'm washed. I like that no more. But you know, Justin Bieber just put this this Instagram note out, and in it he talks about, in two years' time, I went from this small town kid with parents that were separated at eighteen that were still very wild at the time, to having millions of people saying I'm perfect. And I'm the best mm. and I'm so talented and I'm the greatest what I do. And he's like, I, at a certain point, you start to believe that. You start to think you've made no errors. You've been like this all along. You've just been a diamond hiding. Yeah. And you look at what it's caused in him where he could do all these bad things, but internally he's done no wrong. And then the wheel changed and everyone hated him for a little bit. I remember everyone hated Bieber for a little bit. No, he's a little puke. Don't invite him anywhere. Oh, yeah. Hate that kid. He's so entitled. And now everyone sort of likes him again. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's switched over once he realized humility, what you talked yeah. about. Vulnerability, all that. When he was when he became more vulnerable too. Yeah, I think it's yeah, staying grounded. Staying grounded. Another way of putting it. Yeah. Uh last one. 
Oh, we have another one. Okay. Is tend to your loving relationships. It's easy to neglect what matters most, our relationships with those that we love, with those we love. These relationships don't just happen magically. They grow and are sustained through attentive care and hard work. Mature love is the important love, right? And that's that's so important, man. That I think it just like sums up everything. It's like that it's that long game with your relationships. It's that taking your time with the relationships. It's not, you know, and it really teaches us that with relationships, it's not though we are taking our time, it's not that we're not doing anything in that time. You know, we're we're looking after each other. They're looking after us, right? Mm-hmm. Tend to those loving relationships. A lot of times what I we agree. do is the people we have in our circle, we think are going to stay in our circle and we got to go get more love and more friends and this and this and that. This happens a lot on Instagram. This happens a lot for business where you have your customers and you're like, okay, how can I get new customers? We all hate those like phone companies that give new plans and new offers, mm-hmm. really cheap offers for new customers. Right. But for existing customers, they don't give them the same, right? right. It kind of pisses you off again. Exactly. Shafted. Yeah. So people, a lot of times they try to look for new customers without looking at their own. That's kind of a, uh, a shady feeling too. When you're like, I used to be the fresh one. I used yeah. to get those perks and now I'm not I, like, yeah. you know, with this gym thing, when I did like, I did a one week trial. Okay. And that one week, Oh, Dan's here. Welcome Dan. Like clap. He's new. Oh, uh, yeah. came over make sure my form is okay. Does it happen anymore? Nope. <laughs> I walk in the door nothing. I see it happen. Hey guys dance here, but it's, it's a part of building an audience and you can't obviously do that for everyone. Yeah. Um, what was what was the the title of this one? Of this whole oh, podcast, no, tending, tending, tending to your loving relationships. So this one, um, I could see a lot of people having issues with. When you're naturally, when you're an introvert, mm. relationships matter just as much as they do when you're an extrovert. It's just you're a little bit more uncomfortable to either address things, or you're just totally fine being on your own. Like you enjoy that time, and it actually that makes that makes you feel fulfilled and recharged. It doesn't mean you don't like people. Yeah. It just means you prefer having some time alone. And a lot of people will see extroverted people as the most loved and have the healthiest relationships. But I would challenge that thinking a lot of extroverts have so many little micro friendships that none of them are really that deep. Yeah. They know a lot of people, but do they know a lot of people well? Mm. And the flip side, introverts, I'm not saying have it made where they know a few people but know them very well. Like It does land more there. I think it's a balance. Like, you know, when I went and saw my buddy two days ago, he literally lives like within a f- 10 minute walk from where I live. Mm. And we were like best friends in high school. And I've only seen him twice in the past, I don't know, year and a half. Wow. And we live 10 minutes away. Okay. Like it's, it's a crazy thing. And it, eventually you have to, you're right. Look at who was impactful in your life. Who did you love to be around? Who made you a better person and nurture those every so often, just a simple text Hey, how have you been? Yeah. I've been thinking about you. Uh, how you been doing? You know, or, or a quick lunch. Like, don't think your time is so valuable that you can't give any of it to other people. Yeah. Because those are the ones, those are the friends that will be there. Because he was a childhood friend. Those are the ones that will be there when, and I hope this never happens, but when all of this fades away. Yeah. You know, like, friends are all you got. Four quarters are more important than hundred pennies. 
are worth more? Worth more than 100 pennies. Worth more. Four quarters are? Four quarters are worth more than 100 pennies. That's the saying, I think. That's good. I like it. You know? I mean, they're worth the same. I know they're worth the same. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Sometimes you got to pre-troll, you know? <laughs> the pre-troll is important. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, loving relationships and those big relationships, man, they, they're earned, you know, continuously. They're not, it's not like I've earned being best friends with this person and that's how it's going to stay forever. It's they're continuously earned, you know, day by day, week by week, month by month. They're continuously earned. Even, even, you know. Yeah. One thing I will say to, to end all of this. Okay. Yes. Is if you're going through a patch right now where you don't feel like yourself or it's been two months and you haven't been yourself um, because of life struggles or something's bogging you down that doesn't define you. You don't mm. become who you've been for two months. You have to look at the bigger picture and see who you've been for 20 years that you've been alive or whatever. There's transitions, but yeah. so many of us get caught up in the here and now and think this is me now. I can't be funny anymore. Mm. I went through that, man. Like, you know, I look at my YouTube videos in the past two years and I could pick a few out where I'm like, I really didn't want to film that video. Mm. Not because it's a bad video, but because I was not, in a good mood. I was down. I was, I was anxious, but I had to do it anyways. Yeah. And in those moments, I defined myself as my career is over. I can't even film one video. And like, I had a super viral video last year and that would have never happened if I bought into that internal narrative. Yeah. So whatever you're dealing with now is for now. It's temporary. Just how I started this podcast. Like there's no storm that lasts forever. Mm. It may be very destructive for the time that it's there, but it, it, you rebuild, you, you come back from it. Yeah. So know that like, don't, don't feel like you're, um, a one trick pony. And once it's been shown, that's it. Yeah. Now you can come back. I'll post all seven strategies on the show notes. I'll do that. You guys do the rating and reviewing. Yeah. Hey. Oh my God. Good you way know? to turn around. hundred percent. Do it guys. If we've helped you in any way, that's your way of giving back to us. We're not asking for money. We're not asking for anything else. Just, just, yeah, write a review and give us a rating. Yeah. God bless. Cool beans. Take care of yourself. Love you. Bye. Wow, I even... Yeah.